Good afternoon, everyone. It's September 27th and a beautiful day here in Columbia, South Carolina, as I'm in the uh, studio here at the West Metro Chamber of Commerce. And I'm joined, blessedly, by my two mm. wonderful co-hosts, uh, one back from a week off, Miss Gina Tremarco, host hello. of our meeting. Hello, hello. Here at uh, 2.30 on Thursdays on Hear Women Talk. And also my other co-host, who's a repeat co-host. She's been all kinds <laughs> of co-hosts. When are you going to just get a permanent name? Yeah, really. When, can I, when am I, like, permanently hired? I, you're, you're hired. I'm just working on a name. It's, you know, the marketing department's working on that. But Miss Tiffany Nixon. Hello. Tiffany, have you, of course. And the man making it all happen in the booth, Mr. Dustin Gilder. How about it, Dustin? What's up? What's going on? Not wait. We're going to have some stuff going on today. Cool. This show is an attempt hmm. to explain the male mind, oh, the male God. being. How long do we have? Well, we, we don't have enough time. That's why we do it <laughs> once a week, Tiffany. That's why. That's why. <laughs> but apparently I'm the one in the cave, according to John last week. So, Well, there were some cave moments. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. I missed out. <laughs> we're going to get into that. But anyway, our telephone number is 646 646- 652-2071 Again, 646-652-2071 You can listen live even on your phone which is a great feature You can also chat with us via our online chat at uh, hearwomentalk.com Just hit the radio chat tab You can uh, click on that tab and either sign in or sign up We'd love to have you chatting because it gives us a lot of questions as we go on through the day I'll tell you, I had a really interesting week as I traveled over to Auburn, Alabama for a football game and uh, spent a lot of time speaking to uh, a buddy of mine who's a single guy and uh, kind of struggling through the the, uh, the dating world and, and has, has been married twice. Um, but I, I got talking with some other friends actually at tailgating, and this was talking to the guys, of course. And my question to them, and my question I want to bring out to our whole audience today is, how important is love hmm. in your relationships? And I was surprised by some of the women around who were giving me responses of, you know, um, physical stability, uh, these kind of things that were above love to them. And uh, it was funny, pretty much verbatim with the guys love was number one and I just was really taken aback by this and I thought we really haven't spent a lot of time discussing love here on the program and I am a big 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 fan of love Um, I think that uh, it is the center of what makes me go around and uh, I think it is the center of my relationship with, with my lovely wife Pam and uh, it is, well, I guess a funny thing when we had a discussion a few weeks ago about um, our companion being our best friend, I said that wasn't true with me. And I said she is my love interest, not my best friend. Hmm. Ladies, uh, Gina, you were first. <laughs> I was first. What? I was first what? First here to the studio? <laughs> well, you were, and you were first co-host, so that means you get the first of First questions. dibs? Yes, Gina. You want to know how, what? Uh, how important is love in your relationship? It's extremely important, and I think there's a it. it I don't. I think love and having him as my best friend are equally important. I think you you have to have love, and and I feel actually really really guilty. This is funny. It's a topic today because he Ted's so good at saying I love you to me, mm-hmm. and I really suck at it saying it to him. And, and why is that, Gina? I don't know. I think just because I'm so preoccupied lately with my business, and it's a horrible excuse, but I'm just being real that you know I'm just not I'm just not as good at it, and I'm trying. I really am trying to get better. And I, I'm happy that he's constantly reminding me of you know I say I love you a lot. I wish you would do the same. I'm like I know. Well, uh, let me you know let's let's dig into deeper into okay. Gina's world. <laughs> You know, Gina, you know, when, when you think about it and you do say it, uh, we all toss around, hey, man, I love you, you know, all that. Does it come from deep in the heart when you do? Oh, absolutely. I don't, I, and for me, as the type of person I am, no matter what I'm saying, whether it's I love you, I hate you, or get out, I'm pretty much 
feeling, I mean, it's coming honest and from deep down. And I don't think we do all toss around, I love you. Uh, and, and Tiffany, you're you're uh, you're correct, uh, and, and and I'm not saying we all do. I'm saying you know a lot of times we're kicking around with friends or whatever. Uh, say you know, and, and not that it's not heartfelt then. It's just when you're with that spouse, Tiffany, you in a in a younger relationship and a relationship of excitement that you guys have just become engaged. <laughs> excitement, Tiffany. Uh, well, I, I hope so. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. Is there any excitement after the first month? I mean, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I, sweetie, I if you're you, listening. Yes, there is. <laughs> I can tell you, yes, there is. Yes, there is, very much. And, uh, you know, t- Tiffany, you know, in your relationship, how important is love to you? Well, let me just say, and I'm sure that my sweetie would agree, if we didn't love each other, there is no way in hell we could put up with each other. Mm, that's a really good point. That's what keeps uh, it together. Definitely. <laughs> right? Because you can love someone and not be real crazy about them sometimes. Sometimes you just look at each other and go, Why? really? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Why? You know, you, you know, we do do that at times. And there's times when uh, we're, we're not as big a fan of that person across the way as, as we are a lot of times. And uh, we all do things to hurt each other and, and sometimes not meeting and, and everything else. But I think that, uh, I think, and you, you hit a, a key term there, and somebody said this term to me this weekend, love is a relationship glue. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what allows us to look past those sometimes ugly moments uh, that we all have. Um, and really make something out of it, but you know, I, I'm, I'm just amazed at, at at people putting love as as a second sort. It, would there any way it would be second to either one of you? No, no, I don't think so. No, I think I think it all starts with love. I think you're with someone because you truly love them, and that really ke- I think that keeps you together through the hardest of times. Otherwise, you just throw in the towel and leave. Yeah, I mean, what what have you got if you don't have love? And, and, you know, I think, guys, I think you're so right. And I think that one thing we don't do enough, and uh, something I talked about as, as Pam and I went on our, 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 as I call it, get to know each other two weeks again, find each other. You know, we, we make sure that we do a lot of rekindling and, and, and care of that love. And uh, I think that sometimes that gets lost mm-hmm. uh, in, in our lives. Dustin, to, you know, now that now that Eli has come into you guys' life, um, do you find harder time, or is there a look at each other that love grows from that? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, now she's not only my wife and my best friend, but she's also the mother of my child. So it's kind of um, it's different. It adds more to it. But then again. You know, the time that we have together, you know, in the six months that Eli's been here, it's kind of, you know, been kind of short, you know. Um, he, Eli gets all the attention. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you know, I, I think we all have to find ways to make sure we, we add to that, you know, the best way we can. And I, I don't really have a lot of answers on that. Something really interesting I read this week um, uh, in an article I read, um, a gentleman says, a life without love it's like a heap of ashes upon a deserted hearth, with the fire dead, the laughter stilled, and the light extinguished. Love allows us to be more and to do more than we could ever accomplish without its power. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really touched. I really was touched by that, and, and believe in that. And it does provide power. It gives us, you know, that ability to, like we said, look past things when they're sometimes not, not pretty. Mm-hmm. It helps us find. Uh, anyway, I think that love needs to. You know, everybody, everybody, when you get home today, you get around the that person in your life. Make sure that make sure that you know you take that moment and appreciate them. And share love with them. And uh, I'm just throwing that out. I think it's a good thing. I was told this weekend by somebody that when they were dating, that you know, love, love wasn't that important. About the best you could hope for was a companion with benefits. Mm. How old is that person? 
That's something I said at 25. I know. That sounds like a 20 thing. <laughs> Friend with benefits. Who cares about love? <laughs> What's love? Got to do? Oh, I, yeah. I'll stop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it exactly. You know, and, uh, I think it depends on where you are in life. If 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 you're not someone looking for love in a in a relationship, then Gina what? wasn't looking for it when she met Ted. That's true. And look, gosh, look what happened. Yeah. Love had a lot to do with it in that case. It did. I mean, to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is to me, if you say companionship with benefits, uh, it sounds very hollow to me. Yeah. Ab- you yeah. know, I mean, I, I, a buddy with uh, some playtime, you know, hey, that's something. But, you know, love is uh, love is what creates the wonderment, the hunger, you know, that passion, that hunger to be with other and I just uh, I fe- that it's, it just felt so cold to me and saying that was the best you could hope for uh, and how and old th- was that person this person this person's in their 50s wow. and uh, said that, that you know that this was you know at this point in their life that this was the best they could hope for love mm-hmm. was really not a you know hey uh, really wasn't on top of their list boy they must have really gotten burned a few times in life and we're gonna we're gonna talk some more about being burned and how that affects us and how baggage gets involved. And as we come back, you're listening to the John Bang Show, bringing man out of the cave. We'll be right back on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvage, host of the Where Is My Guru Show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others. Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where Is My Guru Show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at 3 p.m. right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Hi, this is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk. Every Monday, you can return to love with Jen Ward in Genuine Healing. Jen is an empath, a healer, and an intuitive, and Jen will show you how to remove blockages, heal yourself, and feel love. That's Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network and Hear Women Talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try. Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention Hear Women Talk and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get wild with wildlife. Explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari Jeep Tour. Hi, this is Deb Coletti, and I am your host of Life on Purpose, a radio show where I'll be having conversations with a wide range of fascinating women who are, in my opinion, leading a truly rich life. We will laugh, we will cry, we will sometimes get very serious. It will get edgy. It will definitely be irreverent and uh, no, no subject off limits. Tune in to hear where we go and even join in the conversation. Life on Purpose with your host, Deb Coletti. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. on the Hear Women Talk Network. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Broadcasting live. This is... And we're back on Bringing Man Out of the Cave, the John Banks Show for the Zeus Radio Network and hear women talk with my wonderful co-hosts, Tina Tamarco and Tiffany Nixon. <laughs> what? Who <laughs> are we? Tiffany Tamarco and Gina is Nixon. That, <laughs> well, well, Tiffany and Gina and, and some Tamarco, some Nixon somewhere. He was a great president, by the way. Got a bad, bad rap. So um, any, anyway, 
Guys, y'all know I'm bad with names, so that uh, yeah. you're not that poor Gail. I'm, I'm glad you're not calling ago. me by my my maiden name. Then you'd really have a hard time with that one. God. I don't even think I could pronounce that. <laughs> I think you gave that to me one time. I, I'm not sure about that. Um, guys, we were talking about again. I had a good discussion I had with a friend who said at this point the best uh, the best that could be hoped for were companions with benefits, and uh, I felt it was so hollow and. Um, you know, I, I didn't. I really didn't know what to say except for that it, it kind of hurt me a little bit to hear that. And I said, well, you know, there's a lot more more to life. And uh, you know, I think we should always, even if people are dating, at no matter what age, strive for love. You know, I agree. Um, someone on the chat is asking the caveman. One can understand the companion with benefits thing. Hey, cab- caveman, what do you have to say about that? And I, I think you've kind of summed that up. You're well, I'm, look. I, I guess. I guess my point is, if you're if uh, having a companion with benefits will will will, will, will allow you to suffice in life, and, and I guess I am a I'm a very passionate person, and I believe we live life, and living love is a big part of living to me, and I think that companionship for benefits is settling. That's saying that's all I've got. That's all. And and it would be a miserable way for me to live, but I'm a very you know person with a big heart, and it would uh, it would hurt me to live that way. Gina, I I'm, I agree with you. I feel the same way. I also think that you know different strokes. Well, I didn't mean that. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Damn. Um, where did that come from? It, Oops, thank you. Uh, I, I think I think you know it's it's all really subjective of of what. And normally I like purposely do that, and this time it was an accident. Awesome. Um, I think there are some people that really don't want to be in love. They don't want to have love. They don't want that responsibility. And while that's abnormal to me and you and and Tiffany, I think there are people that truly are just like, hey, don't want it. I just, you know, I want some loving once in a while, but I don't. Are they shallow or is that just how they're made up? I mean, do we judge that? I don't know. I I just look at everybody as they're just different in what they want. And they're going to be those people who... You know, just want some physical hugging and loving, but they don't want anything deeper emotionally because they're not emotional. But think about, like, a, a guy like that. You know, say he's an older man and he's got money and he runs around with 20-somethings all the time. What's going to happen when, you know, you get to the point where, I think we talked about this, John, with uh, Gail last week, when you get to the point where it doesn't even matter how much money you have because you're that old. <laughs> I mean, what's a guy like that going to do? He's you know, going to be a lonely old man. I mean, I right. think that's sad. It's very sad. I totally agree with you, Tiffany. And I, uh, it was mentioned to me that you know that kind of arrangement almost becomes a a, the, a business arrangement. You know, where when it's good for both of the parties financially, and there's a security involved there. But uh, but again, how long does that last? You know, and and when does, uh, you know, I think if I was in that situation, at a point my heart would die and go away. You know, and it, it, it's it just seems sad to me that I think uh, I think you know this this life is meant to be lived warm, and uh, I feel that way, and I, I just I really feel that we should we should attempt uh, to do the best we can to, to have that. Um, oddly enough, we have uh, a good friend of ours on the phone, uh, Gail. Are you out there, John? Yes, You're Gail. You're ratting me out. You're ratting me out. <laughs> <laughs> At least well, he's calling you Gail and not Gina again. Yeah. I know. I, I think he he finally figured out my name. But <laughs> I, I won't take up all. I won't take up all the time. But I want to define companion because I feel like I'm being very shortchanged here on the word companion. <laughs> so I see a companion. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should just look it up in the dictionary. I see a companion as someone I love to have spend time with. That's fun. We have a lot in common. We have someone. It's like a play date. We have great time together. We we share. I mean, I guess I'm. You're maybe you're not understanding what I mean with companion. Um, I think it's someone, explain that. Explain that to me then. I'm 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 open to listening. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I see it as, I, I don't, I'm afraid, and maybe I'm wrong, that I'm not going to find that, like, you know, some enchanted evening <laughs> across a crowded room love anymore, and I, I will spare you my thing. I would but, agree with um, that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm going to find that, and I have had that, where just stars, like I almost fainted once, um... But I just think, right, at this point, if I can't have that, let's just say I don't find that. And, yes, would that be fun? That would be awesome. But let's say I can't find that. Rather than being alone, I mean, I would like to find someone I have a great time with. Like I said, we both watch sports because now, John, you know I'm I'm in I love do. with Dan Patrick. But, um, Absolutely. You know, it's just a great play date that, you know, and you are war- you know, lo- you love each other in, in a different way than that spark that spark love that, you know, I don't know how many times you get that spark love. So I'm saying I think love, maybe, it cha- I'm being serious here now, maybe it actually changes, you know, one's definition, one's expectations of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would agree so with I don't, that. I don't, see, I don't see, I don't see companion as pejoratively as you do. I see it as like, God, that'd be so great, you know, just... <laughs> to grow old well, with someone that we had so much fun together. But maybe well, we I, don't have that spark that I had at twenty three mm, or seven okay. or eight. But but I don't I don't I don't put a I don't put an age limit on spark. And I don't put it, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's, um, uh, you know, I, I think that it, it's, I guess I hunger so and enjoy love at that point, at that level so much in my life. I could not, I could not personally imagine living without it. But and, to, to, to Gail's point, I think, I think what she's saying, or this is how I would summarize it, I think everyone's, uh, uh, definition of what love is is going to be a little bit different. Well, right, and Gina and Tiffany, you remember the movie When Harry Met Sally, right? Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. It's like, you know, that'll never happen. Remember, I mean, we've all seen it a thousand times, but remember how their relationship evolved during the course of yes. that movie? It yes. was great. They each found other people, and they fixed each other up, and really, and really, they were the two perfect people for each other, but it took them so long to see it that they actually became friends, because remember, he always wanted to sleep with someone, and then they were gone. Yeah, yeah. right, right. He, yep. never wanted to wake, he never wanted to wake up with someone. Do we lose her? I think we lost her. Yeah, we lost Gail. Oh, I apologize. Well, you know, and and Gail and I have uh, talked a little bit about the movie, and, uh, you know, in a way, I felt like those two ended up together without, although there there seemed to be love there, and and there was a relationship there, uh, a little different than what I feel about it. It seemed to me to be, again, settling. Oh, see, I, I disagree with that. I, I think again, it comes down to different definitions of love, and for some, it's that that passion and that spark that that's there in the beginning and is always there. And I think for others, there's a a love that you evolve to out of out of friendship, out of true admiration and adoration for somebody that 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 kind of love can form too, and that can create the passion later on. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting, and 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 I think I think both you guys are right. I guess when we we just we use the term companion with benefits, I think of a buddy that I play golf with, and then you know some occasional playtime with Lisa Kirby toys. <laughs> with your golf buddy? Well, Wait, you and him? If she, was a, if she was a companion with benefits, I guess. Oh, Lisa, are you listening? You're being no. summoned. You know, no, no, <laughs> no, no, uh, us men were. Oh, she just, she just, she just pulled up on the chat. Hey, Tiffy, what did I miss? <laughs> oh Lord! Well, you don't want to know. You yeah, don't want to exactly. know. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to go that far on that one. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stun Dustin because I'm gonna go, Dustin. Let's go ahead and go to a break here, and I know I'm ahead by about two minutes, but we'll pick it up on the next side because I want to start into something else as we go. We might, <laughs> might be able to pick that Gail back up. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. This is Donna Tyson inviting you to join me for Rivers of Faith every Tuesday. 
Tuesday morning from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time here on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. This is Dottie Laster, the host of Trafficked, an hour-long discussion about human trafficking in the United States. Join me as we meet guests from around the world and locally who are combating the fastest-growing crime in the world. Join us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk Radio. Police Psychics Find Me with Kelly Snyder and Valerie Graham. This fascinating program explores how vetted psychic sleuths team up with law enforcement to find success, show how this can bring awareness, hope, and closure to families. Also presented are important possibilities which psychic assistance offers for law enforcement, especially at the beginning of an investigation. Host Kelly Snyder is a retired federal agent with 25 years in law enforcement. He's an author and the founder of Find Me, a non profit organization of talented worldwide psychic crime solvers, canine search and rescue volunteers, and others who provide leads in missing person and homicide cases. Find Me's work creates a raised awareness of how psychic abilities can add a tool to a detective's arsenal. Snyder is teamed with co-host Valerie Graham, an author and former sheriff staffer in correctional psychiatry. Join them Tuesdays, 2 p.m. at hearwomentalk.com, H-E-R-E, womentalk.com. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. John Banks show, Bringing Man Out of the Cave. Oh, with some crazy stuff going on in the background. You should uh, hear the uh, the commercials sometimes don't do what's going on behind John, this, this is a show where we should let the uh, what's going on during the break air. Yeah, that should be on the archives. That's, can we archive some of that stuff for our listeners as some outtakes? It should be a Definitely, out. definitely. It, definitely. Uh, we have Gail back with us, and uh, Gail and I have some pretty spicy conversations. And uh, Gail, in one of our conversations over love and happiness, uh, made a mention that she felt that uh, men were perpetually horny. Can you tell me about that, Gail? Well, I just think that men think about sex a lot more than women do. I mean, a lot more. Like, I can go an entire day or a week, or and I won't even tell you how long I can go, and, you know, think about the laundry before I think about sex. <laughs> Maybe because of the guys you've been dating, that one of the questions was, are you dying? Maybe that's why. I know. Well, I, but I hear another thing. Is, you know, I, I'm, I think it changes after you're, I mean, I did not feel this way at 40, trust me. But, I mean, now through menopause, I mean, if your hormone levels are, you know, they're as low as my bank account. You know, it's like they're very, it changes your, you know, it changes your priority list. And I have talked to all my girl. I have talked to my other girlfriends about this. Now this, I could break, I could have them all on the air with you. Well, well I mean, it's uh, just really not in the forefront of anyone's mind. Well, Gail, that's funny because our bloggers are saying the exact opposite. Our chatters are saying, speak for yourself, Gail. <laughs> that, that's not, that's okay. not the case. So I, I think that, uh, I think it's all individual, though. Well, right, and how old are the, I mean, I'm just, I'm actually curious how old the people that, um, I don't need to, you know, are they menopausal, perimenopausal, not at all, any of that, because I do think it, it changed for me, it should change for me. I'm, so, I'm I mean, 40, I I'm 42, and I am extremely busy, constantly working, extremely distracted, and my significant other um, let's just say adores me. Like, <laughs> and who would? I mean, that's right, John. I, adores me, and it is definitely thinking about sex twenty four seven. So um, there's definitely no. I don't have to worry about ever getting it. 
but a lot of times I'm I'm like it's not may- maybe the laundry, but it's like okay, I got these three things to do for the business, and then I got this, and then I got that. Oh gosh, look, he's got that look in his eye. <laughs> I gotta run. Here he comes. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Your 40s are your best 10 years, trust me. Oh, gosh. You look back on those fondly. Well, I can't can't argue with that. The 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 40s have been great, but I I can tell you that as do men think about sex a lot, I I think so, yes. But to perpetually horny and that... Why? uh, Because it's enjoyable. It's good. (laughs) It's awesome. Because they wake up with a heart on every morning. Come on. And, and, and do, you, do you know that that is, that is generally true? And do you, do you know that that is not caused by sexual thoughts? Yes, I do know that. Yes. I don't believe a, it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that fact, but I am uh, frequently reminded every morning about the existence of that situation <laughs> and, how, and how to help get rid of the situation. Well, well, the thing about it is that doesn't mean it could be uh, thrown Dustin. in and fun. You know, I don't, I'm not saying that. Dustin, you am know. I embarrassing you? <laughs> oh, God, I can just remember having the same conversation with my wife. What's wrong with, what's, what's wrong with you? Come on. <laughs> I'm not horny, but help me get rid of this. It's oh, really yes. not sexual. Yeah, yes. right. Yes. Uh-huh. Not sexual, but it can be. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, well, t- t- Tiffany, uh, you know, you, you, uh, you know, do you think of sex, Tiffany, during the day? John, I'm in my 30s. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Oh, okay. I like that. Oh, you're a nice young girl. I've been their age. It's great. (laughs) So we're we're going to leave it to to another generation thing. Then, Uh, you know, the uh, I think it's generationally driven. I think it's hormonally driven. I mean, I really, honestly, I think it's hormonally driven. Totally, totally, yep. Well, yeah, that that also because that, I that know all. like you know different symptoms during the the monthly cycle. You know, I can tell when my hormone levels have shifted oh, yeah. or are different, and that definitely affects it. It's oh. all it's completely hormone driven. My desires kind of fluctuate based on what time of the month it definitely. is. Definitely, yep. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah, let me uh, another one for you, Gail, and this is uh, via something that was on a chat. Uh, on uh, on our our great Hear Women Talk website and a and a blog written uh, by uh, Denise and uh, you had said something about the movie White Man Can't Jump and about something about a, a drink of water. Can you tell me right. about that line? Did you see that movie, John? I did. I did. And, well, and I the, think the best line, and I think it defined the difference between men and women. Remember Rosie Perez and Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. and Rosie's laying in bed, and she's like, Honey, I mean, I can't do her accent. Can you bring me a drink of water? And so he brings her the glass of water, and she's, like, dissatisfied with the glass of water. And he's like, Well, what, what's up? I brought you the glass of water. I mean, here's your water. And she goes, No, I want to know that you understand what it feels like to be thirsty. And then he like sums it up. He, he brought the well, water, but she wanted, she was analyzing it further than the water. Guys, I'm, I'm going to ask Go us to break on that a moment. We actually have Brooke on the line, and she's just got a minute. So can we bring get Brooke up right quick? Sure. Yes. Brooke, are you there? I am here. How are you? Doing great, doing great. You said you just got a minute, so what do you got? I just um, was listening to your show and just for a minute, but it sounds like I was looking online and I at first was one of the questions was what's love got to do with it, but it sounds like it might have switched subjects a little bit um, about how long it's, it's, it always it's, does. It always leads to sex. <laughs> yeah, it but, always does. But, you're right. It absolutely does. But, but, but what, so what you have something on love. Pardon? Go ahead, Brooke. You have something on love. That's something I like to talk about. I'm up. Yeah. I think it has everything to do with it. I think that what's the point of being in a relationship if there's not going to be any love? You know, when you get to a certain age and you get past the game and the chase and finding who you are and what your interests are and what kind of person fits your, you know, you you get past that. I'm sure you all know you've been, you've been in college and you dated when you were younger and, you know, you have those feelings, but... 
you know, at some point in your life, it's, it's whether or not, whatever you do with it, whether you marry the person, you stay with them, they're, you're just in a casual relationship, we've got it. it. It has everything to do with love. Otherwise, you're just like two robots. What's the point? You know? I totally agree, Brooke. And uh, I think that uh, love is... Love is that center. It's 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 what, and especially the years go by as it as you know. Real. <laughs> yeah, and and a lot of people say people who fall out of love, and and that may happen, but you really, in a way, have to do maintenance on love and and take care of each other. And and it's funny that you know sometimes, and a lot of times, that love grows and builds, and uh, and that's, that's right. all that's all wonderful and positive. So that's right. And, um, you know, without it, it's just, it, it, when that dies, everything else does too. And like you said, it has to build. It has Sometimes to build. You don't, it doesn't start off that way. You know, it doesn't, or the way you think it would be. You think that, it, you know, you don't, you don't know what it's supposed to look like and mm-hmm. what it's supposed to feel like and what it's supposed to be all the time. But, um, well you said. Know, sometimes you have older friends who are a little bit, a little bit more wise than you are and then can, can give you some, share some life experiences with you and, then you realize when you get there. Oh yeah, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the you know the, the the funny thing about the funny thing about love is that you have to keep open mind and 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 it may not jump on you immediately. It may take some time to develop itself, and uh, you know, right. and that's when it can be really good. And and you know, it it. It, 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 you have to keep an open mind because a lot of times the first time you meet someone, they're not who you thought they were uh, that first time. That's right. So I, you I think tell you my may dating know friends, them and you really don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's right, Brooke. Thank you, thank you so much for calling and uh, and sharing well, that thank with you us. For giving me a minute. Well, I you had only it. a minute to talk, so I want to make sure we <laughs> got you. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. I've got a classroom full of kids with a guidance counselor right now, so I'm going to step on in. But I would. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. You rock. It's been nice listening to you talk, too. Okay, thank you. Thanks, thanks Brooke. <laughs> thank you, Brooke. Gail, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm listening. I love it. But, well, I think taking the task today. <laughs> now, the, the, back to the I glass of water. I'm going to beat myself. I forgot you feel better. I'm going to beat my head against the wall. Hey, and think about some sex while you're doing it, Kayla. Yeah, because when I you know. say beat yourself, men are thinking of something else. Uh, no. <laughs> right. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> But Gail, the drink of water comment that she wanted, she wanted him to know that, uh, that how thirsty. Can you explain that one to me? Well, she wanted him. She wanted him to be able to feel being thirsty. Not just she just didn't want the you know the the, the glass of water literally. And so I you think know, that women are much more analytical. That was my point. Where like, what did he mean? Does he understand what I mean? What does he mean? What? What do they mean? What did he say? What did I say? And men are like, here's the glass of water. Well, but and you know, Gail, that, in, that, in that regard, I think I'd rather be a man. Well, and, you know, and, and the thing about that, Gail, is the the funny thing is, Woody may have known how she felt to be thirsty. He just didn't go into a dissertation about it. He brought her the glass exactly. of water. He tried to solve the problem. Because men are and, not that smart. We're not that bright. <laughs> That's the whole, no, the no, whole we, bottom we, line. You have to keep that in we, mind. We we, <laughs> have, we are bottom line people, and uh, you know we don't always pronounce what we're thinking or or uh, you know we feel your pain. That kind of thing is not something guys always you know always say. And they but do. But there not. are a lot of times. There's a lot of times they do. And I think if you see a guy's actions, a lot of times. He'll be saying that with his actions if you can open your mind to listen to the actions and actually what he's doing. Um, yeah, but I think I think it's better to be. I mean, how many times, I mean, Tiffany and Gina, have you just, like, agonized over what just transpired? And you oh, know, today. I mean, you spent the whole entire <laughs> day agonizing about it. We're, we're going we're gonna to cover it. We're going to cover one of those in our last segment that uh, Tiffany has already been agonizing <laughs> over. So. Uh, Gail, thank you for being with us. As a matter of fact, you're going to be with us next week as one of our co-hosts. Yeah. And so she will be in to sit in for Gina, who will be Yay. on the road next week. Don't so call Gail, her Gina, though. Uh, nope. She will be Gail yeah. next week the best I can. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And Gail, we'll, we'll, 
Bye, Gail. Bye, Gail. Hey, John, um, one yeah. of our chatters has a question for you. She says, hey, caveman, what do you think about sex outside of marriage, i.e. after you are single again? Uh, well, I mean, as long as you're single, go for it. I, I don't have any, any. Uh, I mean, I, am I answering that right? I mean, if, if the question is, hey, once you're single, you know, I mean, you're single. Live right. a single life. I think uh, to, to say in this world that sex isn't going to happen outside of marriage is is kind of a hard reach. I'm not saying I'm saying you should, you know, hopefully have something invested into the relationship, or you have an understanding that this is just one of those companions with benefit situations. <coughs> All right. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I answered that very well. But we're going to take a quick break. Our last break of the hour. Um, you're listening to the John Banks Show. Bring him in out of the cave on the Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Hi, this is Michelle with LaBellamy Vineyard. You're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio and the Zeus Radio Network. Hi, this is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk. Every Monday, you can return to love with Jen Ward and Genuine Healing. Jen is an empath, a healer, and an intuitive, and Jen will show you how to remove blockages, heal yourself, and feel love. That's Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach... Check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravelle's Studio Spa, featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravelle Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravelle.com. 800-507-9145. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network and Hear Women Talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try. Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention Hear Women Talk and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get wild with wildlife. Explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari Jeep Tour. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others. Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where Is My Guru Show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at 3 p.m. right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru Show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. And it's been a wild one today, guys. Uh, started talking about love, and of course, we ended up on the sex subject and talking about water and everything else. But in one of our little breaks, um, we were discussing my favorite tester on the planet, and she's with us, of course, <laughs> my friend and yours, Miss Tiffany Nixon. And Tiffany, we had a little test this morning. Do we want to um, do we want to share that with our listeners? Oh gosh. Okay, so I'm driving in the car, and I say to my significant other, gosh, it's raining really hard out here, and I'm driving, waiting for him to say, oh, be careful. Nothing. So I say something else, and then I said again, gosh, it's raining really hard. Nothing. (laughs) So in my opinion, he's failed, which he doesn't know yet, unless he's listening. You failed, honey. Well, and again, this this goes back to this glass of water comment, and I, I would I would tell you just because he didn't say it doesn't mean he didn't think it. But you also don't. He might be thinking, God, maybe I won't have to deal with her anymore. Oh, oh. I'm kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding! Say, how south is that? See, that's what love has to do with it. See, I think I think you're doing way too much. Um, I'm giving it. I'm giving him too much credit for. You're doing way too much testing. No, I think you're doing way too much testing. I agree with Gina. I I think here's the idea. Uh, Out of respect, he 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 
knew you. He hoped you were being careful, and he knew you were being. He's respecting you. He knows that you're you're able to take care of yourself, and that you were being careful, doing the right thing. So, uh, don't you know? Don't just because he didn't say, "Honey, be careful." But I'm a big baby. I want to be coddled. Mm. You might need to tell him that. I have. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, "Grow up." (laughs) <laughs> so so basically what he's told you tiffany is he's not a coddler right and he's also telling me quit testing oh, that, yeah. oh well there's a hint <laughs> i think that i like i'm that. not that bright no no he's that bright believe me no i'm Which, not <laughs> well yeah you, you gotta the you know these these are the little things that we can't let aggravate us over something that we wanted said that was probably being thought and don't you know? Don't don't take too much into that or any lack of care, because I think a lot of times people are thinking those things and they are. But it, you know, a lot of times if you say something like that to someone, it's almost like maybe preaching to them in a way. Am I? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So instead of preaching to you, what may come across as preaching to you, he uh, he, you know, was trusting you. And, and, you know, trust and honesty and love, are, that's all a good thing. If you say so. <laughs> Gina, what do, you, I mean, what do you think on that? On the testing? No, on the idea that he was probably thinking this anyway and trusting her to be careful. I don't think he was thinking at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking, what am I typing I, on my computer? You know what? I think, he was, I think he was thinking, oh, look, rain. Man, will wait till rain stops. <laughs> oh, fiance on phone. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Oh, I think she's got God. it. <laughs> I really, I mean, oh, I think it's just oh, as... It's simple as that. I, I, However, I, I will say, just to make Tiffany jealous, when I left the house today, <laughs> Ted said, please be careful, honey. See, we totally know that we're not dating the same guy now. Yes. yes. That, that gives it away. <laughs> because he knows that I drive fast, that I'm always in a hurry, and like it's pouring rain. I'm like, wish me luck. The gas tank is empty, too. And I'm like, I need to get gas. I'm like, in case I call you. And he's like, please be careful, which I think meant please also get gas because I'm not bailing you out. (laughs) Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Well, that that you know, strike one up for Ted. Uh, <laughs> we, we are not always the most thinking to do those kind of things, and uh, uh, but but I, I don't think any ill will was meant by it, or any lack of love. I would agree. I, 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 and that's I guess that's where I was going with that, Tiffany. And of course, we need to remind the young lad that tests will be coming as pop quizzes at any moment. <laughs> On your A game every second of the day. I love pop quizzes. <laughs> you know, uh, something else that uh, came across in one of the uh, blogs this week that I was reading on on Hear Women Talk uh, was talking a lot about baggage, and uh, we all have baggage. Uh, let's face it; no matter what relationship you're in, uh, even with friends, friends we have baggage. And something I, I wanted to say about it is that you know, there's some about baggage. Baggage should be filed away in a library, okay? It should be there for reference, but it should not be there to guide your decision-making and your comments because sometimes we bring baggage into a situation with somebody that the baggage has nothing to do with. And uh, I think people carry their baggage into new relationships, and they need to kind of leave it at the door to give any chance of that relationship taking off. And uh, like I said, use your baggage in the library. You know, use it for reference material, but leave it at the door and allow every relationship. Uh, Gina, you said a few weeks ago, probably a, one of the best comments I've heard in a very long time about every day being a new day. How did you say that? Every day being a new, a clean slate. Every day being a clean slate. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I think that's what I'm trying to say about baggage, is that we all have it. Have we all made mistakes? Yes. Are we going to make more? Yes. You know, try to go into it with as open mind as possible. Um, there, you know, we need to, you know, we need to to kind of put that baggage behind and give opportunities for relationships to open. And uh, I just, I really feel strongly about that. And I, 
put the baggage in the closet. Um, if if you have baggage with an event that occurred, and you said to someone, "Okay, I'm I'm through. I'm over this," or you know, either I forgive you or I haven't forgiven you, but I'm, I'm putting this in the past. Put it in the past. I know it's difficult to do, but you, you can't beat up somebody a hundred times for the same mistake. Mm-hmm. And and I think we're we're all guilty of that. I'm not not. I'm just trying to say from a from an opening door possibility, opening life, leave the baggage behind, build it as a library, and try to work open, clean slate each day and I think that opens your heart more because I think baggage will build a, a ring around your heart and stop allowing you to be that way. I agree with you. Well said. Amen. Well thank you. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting an amen and a well said there. That's good. That was a well, profound I, statement. I um well, well, Hey, can we can we log that? Make sure that's archived. <laughs> oh wow! And I will add, and I will add to that. Um, I was hoping you would. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm here. Um, I fully agree with that. And my challenge personally is that while that is the way we should be as human beings, I think that we have a really hard time letting go of the baggage and. Moving, moving forward, it's just like a bad habit of, you know, every now and then bringing it back up and throwing it in someone's face of like, you, you remember when you did this? Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, it's something that I'm constantly trying to find the answer to of like, how do you really finally leave the baggage on the carousel and never go back for it? Well, you know, Gina, uh, and and well stated, well stated, and and I I think a, a thought on that is, is if the baggage was the total deal breaker and could not have been worked through you would have already left mm-hmm. good point therefore the fact that you're still there or anyone who's dealing with this sort of baggage is still there says that it's worth fighting for and are you going to be perfect and not have that fire out at times no but I guess what I'm trying to say is don't make somebody pay for that same yeah. mistake because by exactly. saying you're still there you have said I'm willing to do my best to forgive this and move on. Right. We've we've got a running joke about baggage. Um, Ted and I sometimes talk (laughs) about, you know, is it a trunk or is it an overnight bag? I like that. So Mm -hmm. there are different versions of of bags. So I'm always trying to just whittle it down to a smaller bag. Yeah, overnight bag is good. And when you get it in that small bag, let's stick it in the library. Reference material, reference <laughs> material. But let's, not carry, let's not carry it as the burden of the weight of the world. Guys, it is, uh, it is a pleasure to spend an hour with you two on Mondays, and I look forward to it. It is a pleasure to have all our chatters with us, uh, an incredible pleasure to have all our listeners with us. Um, it's an enjoyment to do this show and to have a lot of fun and, and hopefully share some of my heart and love with you guys. And so I thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a really nice day on the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave. And to my two lovely co-hosts and Dustin, take care, and we'll see you very soon. Uh, and to our audience, have a nice week. <laughs>